Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr. And you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review where you get your podcast on your smartphone device. We're brought to you by Empower Federal Credit Union, Welch & Company Jewelers, Stanley Law Offices, and the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group. Log on to vcgtransforms.com to become a better leader both personally and professionally. Also a big tip of the cap, thank you to Rosie's Corner. If you are in and around central New York, grab those pizza wings, pasta, hot and cold subs, and themed food days as well like Fish Friday and Chicken and Biscuit Wednesday. Rosie's Corner is a proud sponsor of the ML Sports Platter. Such a pleasure to bring in uh, another author to the program. Uh, again, it's a holiday time. You can get the books online where books are sold, major bookstores, etc. As you're doing your shopping, man, the Kansas City Chiefs right now are the story in sports. And Patrick Mahomes, this book has been out a while. Obviously, it's called Kingdom, How Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs Returned to Super Bowl Glory. Again, the hardcover all over Amazon.com, major bookstores online, uh, and of course, if you're heading into those bookstores as well. And the author is Adam Teicher. Adam, welcome aboard. Thanks for a few minutes here. Congrats on the work, and uh, certainly a great time to, to read books during the holidays. Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's been an interesting season already, and uh, probably only going to get more interesting as we go along, right? No doubt. What is, <laughs> I want to start with the word ceiling. What what is the what is the ceiling for Patrick Mahomes, and what is the ceiling for this franchise? Well, first for Mahomes, you know we're already getting a look at it right now. I think you could say that he's on track to be the the best quarterback in NFL history, and really end all debates. You know, he, he may not win six um, Super Bowls like Tom Brady has, but. He's going to win probably more than one, and um, he's just 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 the level his level of play. I mean, uh, it's just spectacular. He, the things he can do, his awareness on the field. I mean, not only you know, a lot of times you can find quarterbacks who can make a lot of big plays, but you're also going to get some turnovers out of that. You know, you also have your, your quarterbacks who are good at protecting the ball, like Alex Smith was for the Chiefs before. Patrick Mahomes was the starter, but you're not going to get a lot of production out of him. You're not going to get a lot of big plays. Mahomes is, is so good at doing both, um, mm. you know, marrying the big plays with the taking care of the ball. It's uh, it's really unbelievable. He makes great decisions. You know, the Chiefs trusted him in a third down play in the game against Tampa Bay recently. Um, they were trying to run out the clock, and they threw a pass because they trusted Mahomes so much. A young quarterback. Uh, it's easy to forget that he's only 25 years old still. So, uh, you know, for him, the ceiling is fantastic. Now, the Chiefs, if they make the right decisions, you know, if they surround him with the right people and uh, don't ask him to, to put it all on his, sho- his own shoulders every week, you know, th- th- this can be the NFL's next dynasty. I don't think there's any doubt about it. They have a lot of good young players. Um, they, they seem to do a pretty good job in this year's draft. It's going to be real important for them to draft well going forward and hold, hold on to their draft picks. 
because uh, they need good young players uh, to supplement uh, the, the higher paid ones like um, Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and all the others. So uh, that's uh, real important for the Chiefs, but they're off to a good start with that. So uh, certainly the Chiefs probably over the next you know, 10, 12, 15 years, whatever it might be, are, are capable of uh, winning, you know, doing some big winning in that uh, um in that window, but they, they have to be uh, smart about it. So, in the NFL, obviously the key is find the franchise quarterback. Find the franchise quarterback. That's what, I mean, it's like the amount of times people, we talk about it, I mean, it, it's pretty much exhausting. It's not easy to do that. You can't just throw the dart and find Elway, you know, Montana, yeah. Brady, Peyton Manning, on and on it goes. The Aikmans, the Bradshaws, the Staubachs, the Drew Breeses, the Rogerses. It's it, it, it's difficult. It's it's why people actually don't realize this, but nearly half the league still hasn't won a Super Bowl, by the way. And the reason nearly half the league hasn't won a Super Bowl is because everybody else, either in a small form or large dynasty form, has, 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 has beaten everybody else because they've had a franchise quarterback. The other part of that, though, is that you have to have everything go right to be elite in this league. You have to have a good offensive line. You have to have health. You have to have good weapons. You have to have a solid enough defense. You have to have continuity with your OC and your head coach and the front office. Mahomes, while he's the best player in the world, face of the franchise, face of the, of, of, of the league, he has the most help at the same time. How much do you think the help he has is making him who he is? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, that that's certainly a big part of it. And, and you know, you, you can start with the coaching. Uh, you know, the Chiefs have done such a good job with him from the moment he walked in the door for the first time. You know, handling him and, 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 and teaching him that first year. I mean, he had a lot of bad habits he needed to break from his days at Texas Tech and, and, uh, um, and how to be a pro and all that. And, and uh, you know, so there, there's that angle of it. But there's also the playing help. There, there's no doubt the Chiefs have a pretty good roster. I, I think that's... Uh, uh, evident in a lot of ways, particularly on the offensive side. And I'll, I'll tell you something here. that, that This is really important. That you know, When he walked into the starting lineup, you know, the Chiefs were certainly good at the skill positions with, with Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. But the new general manager at the time, um, Brett Veach, he, he never wanted to lead. He never wanted to say, okay, we're just going to put this on Pat's back and see if he can carry us. He's always wanted to surround Mahomes with good offensive skill players. So that first year, he signed, even though it didn't really look necessary, the Chiefs had a number one wide receiver in Tyreek Hill, plus they had a, a number one tight end in Travis Kelsey. They signed Sammy Watkins, gave him really good money in a, in a move that didn't really look to be necessary. And then the next year, they got Watkins and Hill. They used their first draft pick on McCole Hartman, a wide receiver. And then this year, they used their first draft pick on a running back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So that, that, that tells you the lengths the Chiefs are going to, how important it is to them to surround Mahomes with a good supporting cast. Uh, they're, they're really uh, making that uh, an effort here, and uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they continue to do that going forward as the, the Kelseys and the Hills and the Watkinses start to age, and uh, the Chiefs are going to need to replace them. Are they repeating this year? I think they have as good a chance, if not better, than anybody. 
Um, I have my concerns about the Chiefs, but I have my concerns about any team when it yeah. comes to winning a Super Bowl. You know, that's not certainly unique. Defensively, there are some signs out there that are a little bit ominous. I um, mean, you, you go back to last year, I mean, it's easy to forget now. The Chiefs at one point last year were 6-4. and four. Um, They were playing lousy defense, um, you know, and it looked like making the playoffs might be a challenge, much less winning a game and, or, or, or winning a Super Bowl. So, you know, what, what happened last year is they really turned things around defensively. The last six weeks of the year, they led the league in um, def- scoring defense and wound up uh, winning those last six games. And, of course, we know what they did in the playoffs. This year, the, the, the defense is not playing as poorly as it was early last season, but they're, they're not playing well either. There's really nothing you can point to from that group and say, uh, they, they really do this well. You know, they, they spent a lot of money on Chris Jones and, and Frank Clark to uh, uh, be a consistent pass rush, to, to build a consistent pass rush, and those guys have not done that. I mean, it's been a little bit hit and miss, and uh, the, the pass rush has been a problem at times for the Chiefs this year. So there's that. They're not very good in defense in the red zone. They're, they're not making opponents kick enough field goals. They're um, not get, forcing enough three and outs. They're not creating more possessions for Mahomes and, and the offense. So there, there's some things about this that make you wonder. Uh, I think the Chiefs are good enough as they are to win a Super Bowl, but their margin of error isn't probably what you think it is because the way they're playing on defense. So uh, that's really one thing I'm watching as the regular season winds down is can the Chiefs make some improvement defensively like they did around this time last year, or is this just who they are? The book is out. It's been out. Certainly a great holiday gift, of course, on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Kingdom uh, is what it's called, how Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs return to Super Bowl glory uh, came out in the fall of this year, right at the start of football season. As the Chiefs look to repeat, uh, our guest is the author, uh, Adam Teicher, here on the ML Sports Platter, all over uh, major bookstores online where books are sold. Make sure you pick it up for the holiday season. Awesome, really, not just for Chiefs fans, but for football fans as well. Have the Chiefs, Adam, finally, finally, finally taught us to change defense wins championships to defense helps win championships? I mean, let's be honest. If you don't have the slinging arrows of the offense of today's football world in both college and the pros, I mean, for God's sakes, even Nick Saban, who used to do the, you know, ball control, crazy great crimson tide punch in the mouth, uh, you know, get off on third down defense, manage the clock, play action, beat you 20-17. to 17. That dude's winning games in the 40s now even. Have the Chiefs, though, are they the final, is this the final straw? Hey, defense helps win championships. Really, it's offense wins championships. Yeah, well, I- I'm, I'm with you to an extent. Um, you know, go back two years. You know, the Chiefs had a, one of the league's worst defenses, and they couldn't get past the AFC Championship game. They had Mahomes throwing 50 touchdown passes and 5,000 yards and, and uh, you know, just, just playing lights out. But the Chiefs could not get past the Patriots because they couldn't play any defense. And uh, um, So last year, you know, the, 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 the script flipped a little bit in that um, the Chiefs weren't quite as powerful offensively, but they were much better defensively, particularly at the end of the year. And things really worked out for them. Um, you know that way so I, I feel like yes you're on the right track there but that's you can't make that um that blanket statement uh, 
just just that just the, that way you said. I mean, I feel like you have to have some level of confidence from your defense. I, I, I feel like it's maybe misunderstood or, or not appreciated enough how much the Chiefs did defensively last year to pitch into their Super Bowl championship. So uh, I, I think you have to have some level of confidence defensively. You can't be uh, what the Chiefs were two years ago. Is Eric Bieniemy gone after this year, and where could you see him going? Yeah, yeah, I, I think he will be gone. He'll, he'll get a job this year. And that, that's the good question is where, you know, assuming he has his choice, where he wants to go. You know, you look at Houston, and, and everybody talks about Houston as maybe being the best job with a, with a head coach opening. I, I'm not so sure about that because, yes, they have Deshaun Watson, and that's a great start. That's mm-hmm. a fantastic start. But Deshaun Watson is playing lights out this year, and they're, what, 4-7 and seven or something <laughs> like that? I mean, that, that team has got some trouble. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not a lot of good young players on that team. Yeah. There's not a lot of draft capital, as we know. They've kind of uh, wasted all that trying to, to build a win-now team. So um, I, I feel like I, – I don't know where that fran- – I, I feel like it's going to take that franchise some time to get where it wants to go. And, and you know, was that two years, three years? I, I don't know. But, you know, do you want to get into that situation? Because it's not going to be that, that good. And, you know, the ownership situation is a – question mark so you know i it, it you know a lot of these jobs just don't seem that have their huge downsides other than you know the team just is not winning you know detroit has been bad for years for a reason i mean there, there's a reason for that they keep changing coaches and changing general managers there's a reason for that and, and you know matt stafford's getting older now and you know what do you do at quarterback long term so there's questions in detroit the, the, the jets i put in the same category as the uh as the Lions, because they, they've been bad for a long time for a reason. You know, they keep changing owners and general managers, and they're still bad. Well, there's something wrong there. So there's a lot of these jobs that just, uh, you know, don't aren't quite right. You know, maybe if the Chargers comes open, that might make a lot of sense. Maybe that's the most would be the most attractive job. I think there's more talent there. I think that's an underachieving team, uh, given their talent versus their record. Um, they got a good young quarterback now, so maybe that's the most attractive of these jobs. Uh, going to be interesting to see what happens with him, but uh, yeah. yeah, I do think he'll be a head coach in the NFL next year. Interesting. What do you hope people say about the book when they're done with it? Oh, that they learned something, that it was it was fun to uh, relive the, the 2019 season for the Chiefs, and it wasn't just the 19-2019 season. I mean, it, to, to, to really appreciate the Chiefs 2019 season, I think you had to understand something about the, the history of the Chiefs. And, you know, every franchise that maybe's not the, uh, I don't know, the, the Steelers or the 49ers or whatever, the Cowboys, maybe, they, they, it's got their tortured moments for sure. Yeah. But the, the Chiefs had their own weird history that really played into the, the what happened last year. You know, it, it's... And, and most of that revolves around the franchise's just stark refusal for, for basically it's it's 50, I think it was 57 years before they drafted Pat Mahomes. They refused to go out and get their own quarterback and try to develop him. They, you look at the list of starting quarterbacks for the Chiefs over the years and almost all of those guys until they got to Mahomes were players that were discarded by other teams. And, and that includes some guys who were decent players or, or good players not great players guys like Trent Green and um, 
Alex Smith, El- El- Elvis Gerbach had a good year for the Chiefs. Uh, Joe Montana did a nice, a nice enough job while he was here. But these were all guys other teams didn't want. They traded them to the Chiefs because they didn't want them anymore. And uh, the Chiefs have drafted three quarterbacks in the first round over the years in their history, um, none of whom was ever given any kind of uh, support or a commitment. There was no commitment made to any of these guys. All One of them hardly played at all. The other two were kind of in and out of the lineup, and, and for the first sign of trouble, they were benched. And, and uh, so there was never any kind of commitment to any of those guys. So... This was the first time the Chiefs ever went out and, and got their own quarterback. And look what, what's happened now. What makes you wonder, if the Chiefs had tried doing this 50 years ago, would they have won you know, 20 Super Bowls by now? I, I, I don't know. I, I say that in jest, but uh, they never even tried. And, and, and now look how it's worked out. Final one, I, I, I love the old, you know, the AFL. Um, I'm, a, I'm a diehard Bills fan. Uh, yeah. I go back to the, you know, I've read all the books on the Foolish Club and Ralph Wilson and Lamar Hunt and, um, you know, Al Davis and just that group that challenged the NFL. And I, I think that the Foolish Club is arguably the most important group in pro sports history, considering where we are. The Super Bowl turned into the Super Bowl with Lamar Hunt and all the stories that you hear. And now look at this thing. Like, look at the NFL right now. They're just printing money. The ratings are crazy. It's the most popular sport in our country, and it has been for, for, you know, I don't know, a couple, two, three decades, I I guess, at this point. The Kansas City Chiefs, are they right now, as far as a trademark franchise, are they, because I think they are a trademark franchise, especially now that they've won another Super Bowl to add to it. You think Pats, you think Steelers, you think Cowboys, you think Giants, right? What Packers, where are they in the, you know, on that list of trademark franchises? Are they top? 10? Is that about fair right now? Can they crack top five here? What, where do you see them on that list here? Well, yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. I, 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 I think they got more work to do maybe to get in the top 10. You know, they th- this has been a, a, a tortured franchise in a lot of ways. I mean, they, they just could not find their way for 50 years. It was, uh, and there's some good reasons for that, and, mm. and they're, they're becoming clear. And the quarterback reason is one reason. But uh, there, there are other things that I've seen over the years. You know, they, they used to have, for the first time that I can remember, everybody in the Chiefs organization sort of pulling in the right direction. You know, or, or let me let me rephrase that: pulling in the same direction. Um, there, there have been years where the coach wanted a certain player, and the general manager didn't want it, and they they might have brought the player in, but there, there was not the support there needed to be for this player, or they didn't bring the player in, and it was resented by the coaching staff. You know, we talked about these quarterback things. I remember one year the uh, Chiefs were thinking about drafting a quarterback out of Oregon by the name of Joey Harrington. And uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the general manager liked him and the coach didn't. Yeah. And I was down the hall during that oh, draft man. when the Lions drafted him ahead of the Chiefs. They were three or four picks ahead of the Chiefs. And I could hear the cheering from the coach's office that wow. Joey Harrington was gone. He had another team to pick him, and they wouldn't have to coach him. That's that tells you a little bit about how this 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 franchise couldn't figure it out, couldn't get out of its own way. You know, that's just an illustration. So now they're on the right track and things look pretty good. But I, I feel like they still got some room to go to race fifty years of bad football. So let's see what happens going this way. It looks good right now, but I, I feel like uh, I'm not there with you. Um, 
quite yet on on whether the Chiefs are you know one of those kinds of franchises. Uh, but I will say, I got to tell you this: um, I, I love the old AFL too. Now, yeah. I was a little kid when the AFL was going on. I couldn't remember much. I grew up out in LA, and I you know the, the, the Rams were out there at the time, an NFL team. But what made me love pro football was watching the AFL. I loved those games. They were high scoring. Teams threw the ball. They went for two after touchdowns, which was unheard of. It was not a rule in the NFL at that time. And um, I remember the, the, the Chiefs Raiders rivalry from that back that, that day. And I, I couldn't wait to, when I got older to go see a Chiefs Raiders game. That was a huge thing. Uh, even though the rivalry had changed some by that time, but still, it, it was the, the old AFL was fantastic football. And I think you can't credit the old AFL enough where the NFL is today. I mean, I think it pushed the NFL that much faster, or pro football, that much faster into the uh, number one spot in in pro sports in America. I'll tell you what, though. If you go through the standings quick, and you go team by team, and you just kind of quickly think and calculate, you know, Super Bowl wins, uh, AFL or NFL titles pre-Super Bowl, right? Hall of Famers, success, continuity, sustainability, overall franchise, you know, history and modern and all, and you mix it all together for for being, I guess, a trademark franchise, I tell you what, you can quickly pick the Chiefs ahead of a lot of teams, and they're they're damn close to the top. I mean, they're, they're ahead of the Cardinals, they're ahead of the Rams, they're ahead of the Panthers, they're ahead of the Falcons, they're ahead of the Bucks, they're ahead of the Lions. Uh, you know, they're ahead of the Bears. I think they're ahead, well, maybe not the Bears would be close. They're ahead of the Vikings. Um, you know, boy, they're they're ahead of the Chargers. Um they're ahead of the Jags. They're ahead of the Texans. You know, they're they're ahead of the Bengals. They're ahead of the Browns. Well, maybe the Browns with and the Jim Brown, Paul Brown. But you know, they're ahead of the Jets. I think. I mean, that's I just listed. They're ahead of the Bills. I just listed thirteen teams, so that's the top fifteen. And then I think from from there, you got to probably figure out. Okay, is it Browns versus Chiefs? You know, how far back do you go? What about you know versus the Broncos? How close is it with the Elway era? Right, like. I think then you get, and then the Bears, you get into some of those conversations. But boy, if they tack on another Super Bowl here, it's going to be tough to keep them out of that top 10. Yeah, and, and you know, winning back to back Super Bowls in this era, as we know, has been really difficult. Yeah. So that, that's just, a, you know, beyond winning another Super Bowl, that's sort of a feather in their cap, I think. I but, think so, you know, I, I can tell you that there's, there is a definitely a sense in the Chiefs organization that. If we're looking back on this time, on the Pat Mahomes era, let's say in 20 years we're looking back on the Pat Mahomes era mm-hmm. of, uh, with the Chiefs, and, and the Chiefs had that nice Super Bowl win in 2019, and then that was it, then they they failed in a big way. I mean, they, they know what, what they've got here and what what's possible. So uh, you know, let's see if they can take advantage of it. But uh, before I'm ready to count them as one of those kinds of teams that you mentioned earlier, I, I got to see more. I, I got to see them uh, at least repeat, and then give us some more down the road, and then we'll start talking. But uh, right now, I just think there's too much that's gone wrong over the years to to kind of say, yeah, that's where the Chiefs are. I mean, they, they had some great teams in the AFL days, and, and then it was you know, a, a couple pretty good ones um, over the years. But but it, but it was a long fifty years. Well, it's out, major bookstores, Amazon.com. Go get it. Perfect for the holidays, gifts uh, galore here. There's no better time to read, of course, and uh, it's been out here since the fall of 2020, and we'll see if the Chiefs can repeat. It's called Kingdom, How Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs Return to Super Bowl Glory by Adam Teicher on the ML Sports Platter. Adam, congratulations on the book. Really appreciate a few minutes, man. Continued success. Thanks. I appreciate that. 
The ML Sports Platter brought to you by our good friend Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning with Brian Conboy. We went with him. We're super happy about our future with Brian Conboy. Maybe it's retirement. Maybe it's a child going off to college. Man, get your finances in order today with Brian Conboy. Advisors.massmutual.com. Brian Conboy is the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. Also, a big tip of the cap. Thank you to the Al and Angus Pub, Pelra Contracting, Ken's Auto Detailing, and Ryan W. Hanlon of Howard Anna Real Estate. Tax efficient uh, retirement planning that I talked with Brian. Well, how about on the side of real estate, getting all of those long things in order? Where do I want to live? How am I going to be taxed? How, how's this house going to finance me? You think of a lot of those analogies with the financial world with your advisor, the same way with a real estate agent. Check out Ryan W. Hanlon today, the licensed sale, a resales person you need, part of the Howard Hanna Real Estate Group. Howard Hanlon, uh, Howard Hanna Real Estate with Ryan W. Hanlon, your team, your town, your realtor, ryanwhanlon.com for more information. Thanks also to the Camillus Golf Club, and Bryant and Stratton College. I'm Mike Lindsley. Hit me on Twitter, at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our weekend special. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Lowe's Provember event is happening now through November 24th. It's the perfect time to shop GE appliances for all your properties, like the GE side-by-side refrigerator and the GE dishwasher with active flood protect. Durable and reliable, you can always count on GE to deliver the long-lasting performance you're looking for. Available today, shop the full line of GE appliances online or in-store during Lowe's Provember event, now through November 24th. Lowe's, the new home for pros, U.S. only. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.